Welcome to the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm Laura Deirda, an editor at Becker's Healthcare, and I'm thrilled to welcome Dr. Rhonda Lehman, president of Mercy Health Lima in Ohio. Dr. Lehman, could you please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your background? Absolutely, Laura, and thanks for having me. Again, my name is Rhonda Lehman, and I have been president for a little over a year now for Mercy Health in the Lima market. Um, my role started here actually over 25 years ago, where I first started interning in the pharmacy department. So clinically, my background is as a pharmacist, and I've worked in a various different roles and capacities throughout Mercy um, during my 25 years here. Fantastic. Well, we're really thrilled to have you and your expertise on the podcast. Now, before we jump into the other questions, I wanted to know if you could tell us a little bit about Mercy Health Lima and a few points of pride. Absolutely. Here in Lima, our, our flagship hospital is St. Rita's. Um, we are part of the Bon Secours Mercy Health System, and so we are, represent one market of many throughout the country that is part of Bon Secours Mercy Health. So in Lima, we have, in addition to St. Rita's, we have various physician practices, both primary care and specialty in the neighboring communities. We employ over several hundred physicians and nurse practitioners. Um, we have an inventory surgery center. We have a successful joint venture with an orthopedic group and a variety of other um, settings in which we provide care. We have been the grateful recipients of the Truven 100 top hospitals in 2018 and 2019 and leapfrog grade A for the last six consecutive times. So we're very proud of the presence that we've had here in Lima um, for the last 102 years because ironically, we opened during the Spanish flu pandemic back in 1918. Oh, wow. So definitely coming full circle here now with the current pandemic. Speaking of the pandemic, um, what are you seeing with COVID-19 right now and how are your strategies evolving for, to mitigate it? Yeah, so it's been a whirlwind of a year, and as you probably know if you look across the country, Northwest Ohio, where we are located, and Ohio in general, was not substantially impacted back in the spring when we first started to really start to see surges throughout the U.S. So we felt, um, I'll maybe say, a little falsely comfortable about where we were, and the summer kind of meandered on with a low volume of COVID patients. Unfortunately, around October and absolutely into November, we began to see a dramatic spike in the rate of COVID patients and absolutely in the rate of hospitalized COVID patients as well. So it's been a significant challenge for us. We are a 450 licensed bed facility and we serve as a regional referral center for the 10 counties surrounding us. So when we start thinking about the impact of COVID, it's truly much more than Lima proper where we're located. It's really all the surrounding communities and rural places that rely on us for that next level of care. And that has been a significant challenge for us as we've been trying to navigate and make sure that we have um, adequate resources for obviously treating all the other ailments and illnesses right now in addition to the COVID surge that we're seeing. Before the Thanksgiving holiday, we saw what was our highest number of COVID patients, which was around 95, which again is all relative because um, for us, that represented over a third of our inpatient census. It was very taxing, primarily because, not because we don't have space or because we don't have, quote, beds. Truly, it's about having the expertise and having staff to be able to safely care for those patients. 
Absolutely. I think all those are huge challenges. And when you look into the future and into 2021, how do you see some of those challenges changes and changing? And what do you see as being really your top area of focus um, next year? So as we kind of wrap up this very um, eventful year, a couple of things kind of come to mind for me. First, I would say that we definitely, where we sit right now, have seen and experienced the benefit of being, I'll say, on the tail end or maybe more part of the second surge of COVID because we know and we're, we're seeing from the data that we're producing that our mortality rate has improved from what they initially saw and we have a better sense of how to test and even treat some in the ambulatory setting to avoid hospitalization. So I do feel like there have been some strategies that we have learned that is going to serve us well as we move into 2021. But really, I think one of the biggest challenges that we face is, again, trying to marry up the public frustration and COVID fatigue with the available resources and really help people who are struggling with trying to get back to life as normal with understanding and trying to strike that balance with healthcare. And personally, all the leaders that I know in healthcare, we struggle with that as well. We have families and activities and loved ones. We've experienced loss. We've experienced um, inconveniences throughout the year. And so we are also trying to be mindful and to be responsible stewards of healthcare, but also recognize some of the frustrations that have happened. What I do see also going into 2021 is an incredible amount of collaboration across rural areas, across states. Um, across for Ohio, the zones that we've um, separated ourselves into to help with communication and load leveling of patients and public health. Never, ever have I experienced in my career the collaboration that we've seen with public health, nor have I had a full appreciation like I do today for how we have to work together with the community stakeholders to really overcome this. I'm excited also because we get our first shipment of vaccine next week, which for us will be December 22nd. So near the front end of getting vaccinations and really excited about the opportunity and the hope that that brings. It's going to take a little time, and we know it's going to take a fair number of people before we have the herd immunity that we're seeking. But we are optimistic. Um, I, by nature, am an optimist. So I look at 2021. I'm anxious to get there, I'm anxious to move through it, and I absolutely can't wait for things to feel more like they used to. Absolutely, I think that's what everybody's waiting for. So looking forward to that hopefully in 2021 at some point. Now, before we end our conversation, I wanted to talk with you a little bit about leadership. What are three pieces of advice that you would give to emerging leaders today? You know, this probably is one of the easiest questions I can think of, believe it or not. So I'll name three things that I think have hopefully served me well, or maybe that I should say I've tried to aspire to and continue to aspire to. The first piece of advice I would say is be transparent. And that goes hand in hand with how we communicate and what we communicate to staff. To be able to tell them when it's good news, to be tell, able to tell them when it's not so good news. People long, and whether it's your own staff or whether it's the community, they long for the truth and they long for people who will be upfront with them. So transparency is my first piece of advice. The second, and hopefully people who know me would um, endorse this, and that is humility. 
I feel deeply appreciative to even be in the role that I'm in in healthcare. And I'm very, very grateful for the number of people that have been able to come up with better ideas than I can and be able to um, collaborate together. And I think that you have to start with humility in order to really achieve the full gains of that. I am humbled by the opportunity to lead in such a historic time in our nation and in our world. And I hope to forever be grateful for the people around me that have helped as well. The final thing that I would say is to surround yourself with really incredible people and incredible talent. I would say that um, part of the key to success for me and what I would tell other leaders is seek out people who are diverse, who have diversity of thought and diversity of experiences, and open your minds and open your hearts to listen to all that they have to offer. So I think that um, if I could sum it up again, I would say be transparent in your communications and communicate often, be humble in how you lead, and surround yourself with incredible people who will help you get where you want to go. Those are fantastic points and, and really great to hear you go through all of that and explain why they're so important. So thank you so much, Dr. Lehman, for your time today. I really appreciate it. Um, this has been a great discussion, and I look forward to connecting with you again in the future. Thank you so much, Laura. Take care.